One of our listeners writes in today and they would ask this question. What is the sufficiency of scripture and why does it matter? Well, the sufficiency of scripture is a fundamental tenet of the Christian faith. When we talk about the sufficiency of scripture, we're speaking about how the scriptures are all the Christian needs to equip them for a life of faith and service to God. The sufficiency of scripture helps readers understand how it has always been the Lord's intention to reconcile humanity to himself through the Lord Jesus. No other writings are necessary for the good news of the gospel to be understood other than the scriptures. Nor are there any other writings required to equip God's people for a life of faith. As we begin to discuss the sufficiency of scripture, it's essential to explain that we're talking about here the 66 canonized books that constitute the whole word of God, both the Old and the New Testaments. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy 3, 15-17, And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ. Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Paul here uses a word that means God breathed, which means scriptures are the scriptures are not man breathed, spoken by man. With that said, the scriptures are penned by men. Second Peter one twenty one says, For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of men, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So no man may writing is sufficient to equip man for every good work. Only the scriptures can do this particular task and special work because only the Holy Spirit equips man to do it. And since the scriptures are sufficient to equip God's people thoroughly, nothing else is needed beyond the word of God. Now Paul in Colossians 2 deals with the dangers local churches face when the sufficiency of the Bible is challenged and merged with non-biblical writings, which are full of false doctrines. In chapter 2 and verse 8, Paul warned the church in Colossians See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Now Jude is much stronger when he says in Jude 1.3, Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once and for all delivered to the saints. No other writing, no matter how godly the pastor, theologian, Bible teacher, or denomination they may come from, are, are seen to be equal to or competing with the Word of God. The Bible is all that is necessary for the Christian to understand the character of God, the nature of man, and the doctrine of sin, heaven, hell, and salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ alone. Paul, in writing to the Galatians, indicates the seriousness of delivering a message outside the scripture when he says in Galatians 1.8, But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. One of the most potent verses on the topic of the sufficiency of scripture comes from Psalm 19, 7 through 14, where David rejoices in the word of God, declaring it to be perfect, trustworthy, right, sure, and altogether precious. Well, sadly, such attacks come from out inside our local churches. They come through management techniques, worldly methods of attracting a crowd, entertainment, extra biblical revelation, mysticism, and some form of psychological counseling that declare that the Bible and its precepts are not adequate for the Christian life. But Jesus said this in John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. What we need today is a recovery, is a hunger and a thirst for what the scripture says. So when you open your Bible and read it, you are opening the very word of God. God speaks today through his word. 
And he uses faithful pastors and Bible teachers that will expose the meaning of the text to help people grow in the word of God. So Jesus says in John 10, 27, that his sheep hear his voice and he knows them and they follow them. You see, the people of God are to be captivated with the voice of God contained in the 66 books of the word of God. The scriptures are the voice of God and they alone are completely and utterly sufficient. All around us are people who are clamoring for our attention. They want us to hear their voice and they want their voice to be heard and their teaching to be known. You see, the sufficiency of scripture instructs us that the Bible alone is sufficient for the Christian. As the word of God is preached from the pulpit and people gather around the word, they are hearing the voice of God through the biblical text. God uses the preaching of his word to confound the wise and to expose the foolishness of man by pointing them to Christ alone. Our great need today is not for more self-help thought, but instead for more of a hunger and a thirst for the righteousness of God. God has provided the means of his word via the Old and New Testament. The Bible is not a church growth manual, nor is it a self-help book. God uses the word to open the eyes of the blind and to bring eternal life into the hearts of the lost. Even so, God also uses his word to equip the church. You see, our great need in the church today is not for more programs or anything of the like. Our great need in a biblically illiterate age is to become well-versed in the scriptures. In America, we have a treasure after treasure of great biblical resources, and yet we're spiritually poor and lethargic. We are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, and yet we have more sound biblical resources than anywhere else in the world. The people of God in America have access to Bibles nearly everywhere, at our local churches, in our bookstores, on the internet, and more. And yet statistics teach us that people are biblically illiterate. They don't know who preached the Sermon on the Mount, nor do they even know the Ten Commandments. It is into this present age of the church that the sufficiency of Scripture confronts and challenges us. If we say we believe the right things about the Bible itself, then we will do what the scripture teaches. The sufficiency of scripture challenges the need for continued revelation because it teaches that the Bible alone is sufficient for faith and practice. If you were but to pick up the scriptures and daily read, God would use the word of God in your life to address problem areas that you may not even be aware of. And yet the Lord Jesus does know these things. The Lord knows the exact condition of your heart today. There is nothing hidden from him. Even so, the Lord also longs to provide mercy and grace for you that he has accomplished for you through Christ today. So whether you open your Bible uh, daily or not, that's not the issue. At root, at the root of daily Bible reading is to see the Bible as the very Word of God. Only then will you see that in the pages of the Word of God is the very food your, for your soul that your soul needs and hungers for. And when you don't open the Word of God and you don't have any hunger for it, what you're showing is that you have no hunger for God himself, nor to grow in the the grace of God. And that reveals a heart that is decaying and is apathetic about God himself. And it's one that doesn't desire to honor God. See, the sufficiency of scripture challenges us at precisely this point. The Bible alone is sufficient for the faith and the practice of the people of God. The scriptures are sufficient for our lives and for our ministries. The sufficiency of scripture matters because it helps us to see our great need of Christ and his greatness to meet our need. Wherever you are today, the sufficiency of scripture matters. For in the scriptures, God has chosen to reveal himself fully. It is through these 66 books that God himself chooses to speak and he does so for the glory of his great name. To a world that believes its own truth matters more than what the word of God says. But only the voice of God thundering from the scriptures can pierce through the fog of a post-truth world. And this is precisely what the sufficiency of scripture does. It pierces through the fog of our need today. Despite the fact that many in the church are saying today that we need to have vision, dreams, or more revelation from God to make this decision or that. 
But God has said his word alone is enough for all of faith and for all of practice for the Christian life and ministry. As Christians, we are to trust the word because behind it is the character of a holy, just, omnipotent, and omnipresent God. The word of God will never change, but the hearts of men change as they respond rightly to it. So the only proper response to the word of God is repentance, faith, and obedience because of the grace of God. What is your response today to the sufficiency of the scriptures? Will you repent of your apathy, dear Christian, towards the word of God? Do you long for more of the righteousness of God in Christ alone? Do you long for God to grow you in his grace? See, God knows and he sees through the condition of your heart today. My plea is that you will trust him who is utterly sufficient in and of himself. He has revealed himself in the word for you and he alone is enough for you. And that is why the sufficiency of the scriptures not only matters to understand, but it's critical to understand in the present times in which we find ourselves. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the theology segment on the Servants of Grace podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I just want to encourage you to subscribe and tell your friends about it on social media. That helps us to grow. And our goal is to provide trustworthy content that that you trust, that you can trust, that is biblical and theologically accurate. That's why we do, that's why I do this, these theology segments. So I want to thank you for tuning in today to this theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you.